weather and uh, it's that time of year again where it's hotter than the diggings and the grass just ain't growing. So if you're like me, you got a few little sprouts that are sticking up and you say, hey, leather, I care about the environment. I don't want to run a lawnmower for all that little bit of grass. I I'm gonna show you the leather way of trimming up them loose ends without having to pollute the planet with a lawnmower. <laughs> I'm Dylan. What? <laughs> we just talked about it. And then, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm Dylan. Hey, I'm Camille. Um, and this is a midweek creep. This a second one. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Part Two, Part Two prequel to the episode that comes out Saturday. Um, and Camille. Tell me a little bit about that clip that we played at the beginning. <laughs> what? The clip that we played a little at the beginning. Oh, yeah. All right. right. Right before we talked? Right before. Who was that? That is uh, Pumpkin Patch Pete on Instagram. If you were to look him up, it's pumpkin underscore patch underscore Pete. Well, I tell you what. What a name. I tell you what. Also, what an Instagram. You know? Um, yeah. His Instagram is wonderful, yeah. guys. Um, he takes photos. Uh, according to his little bio here on Instagram, it says, All photos are mine, taken with a stolen iPhone. They're mine! And Walmart tripod. <laughs> the stolen iPhone? That's, that's wonderful. Yes. Inspired by the masters of cinema, poorly duplicated. Also, cats. Like, what more? What more do you need? I don't know. Nothing. You don't need anything else in this world other than cats <laughs> and fun videos mm -hmm. and Leatherface telling you how to take care of your yard, yeah. uh, making movie suggestions, uh, literature suggestions. Yeah, you talked to him today, right? You guys today. had a talk about about novelizations, novelization, novel. I books about movies. I believe it's novelizations. I'm Novi pretty sure. It's not novelizations? No, because it's not a novel. T it's a novel. I've heard it both ways. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, on his uh, stories today, he had like, he was showing all of his um, collections of novelizations. So mm -hmm. I just messaged him and was like, have you read all of these? Because that's a lot. Yeah. Holy cow. That's super cool. And um, then we had to talk about collecting and like, you know, the plight of being a collector essentially and that mm -hmm. you buy a bunch of stuff because it's really cool and you want to read it but you don't because you don't want to mess it up right um so which i get yeah i get i've never really been that way necessarily um also if you guys hear cars driving by we're recording uh during the day which normally we record in the at night at the weighing hours of night at the fall of dawn mm -hmm. we get together at Wait. eight and then we record at like 10 so is yeah it takes us too long to get started what is the fall of dawn the fall of dawn what would that be in time it'd be the the fall of dawn would be is the that moment that we realize that dawn dish soap doesn't actually clean oil off of baby ducks oh no and i think the fall of dawn what you're referring to would just be nighttime right 
Because no, dawn is like when the sun is still up, but barely. I think dawn is in the morning, actually. From dusk till dawn. Yeah, you're right. So the fall of dawn is what? The morning time? I don't know. Yeah. I've anyway. never even heard that no. before. From the fall of dawn. That's, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I imagine. From the fall of dawn. That's how you be say Be the it. day. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Me anyway, either. you guys should definitely follow his Instagram because... Um, it's super fun and he's really nice and uh, it's very inspiring. Every time I come across his stuff, I'm just like, I want to do this. Yeah. I want to do this. <laughs> also, I also start talking like this when I watch his videos. <laughs> I just can't help it. It just happens. It just sneaks into my brain like a brain worm. Right. So it's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's uh, like from what you've showed me, it it seems like a whole lot of fun. It seems I like, like a, a, a whole ton of fun. I bet right. hanging out with that guy is a whole lot of fun, <laughs> sir. Yeah, and uh, his cat's very cute, and oh. I like his leather face mask. I'm very excited about. Um, I know Spirit of Halloween opening up. I know. I watched. Uh, well, we just watched actually a video where he is doing um literature literature ex, uh li- literature suggestions literature 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 that's what yeah because he's leatherface and leatherface oh. says literature oh yeah gotcha. so uh and his cat is trying to eat his mask oh god <laughs> what How fun was is that, that? it's like inception mm-hmm. um but his cat is trying to get his mask the whole time it's very <laughs> cute it reminds me of squirrely dan yeah. He's just trying to get everything all the time. A little dick over yeah. there being cute asleep. Yeah. Only time he's cute. I know. It's hard. Living with cats is weird. I feel like I have cat hair in my mouth right now, to be honest. So. You might. <sighs> anyway, so, y'all. Um, thanks for uh, hanging out with us today Oops, uh, on, a, on a Wednesday, on a hump day. Hump day. Um, uh-huh. This is the only one that we record the same day that we release, so it's quite live, um, as live as it can get recording a podcast. Sort of, yeah. I mean, yeah. clearly we're going to do some things and then release it, but it'll still be today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the episode that's coming out on Saturday is about Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. <laughs> And we we were like, well, we've we've got a guest, uh, Randy Heyer. Randy Heyer. Um, he is uh, he works at Rodeo. He does the um, programming for Rodeo, or is about to do the programming for Rodeo. Rodeo Cinema and uh, in Stockyard City. C- St- Oklahoma City. In Stockyard City. In Stockyard City in Oklahoma City, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, he also hosts the. Uh, cathode radio mission i'm sorry cathode ray mission podcast cathode that's what i said right ray no i'm just emphasizing oh just so so cathode c-a-t-h-o-d-e mm-hmm. ray r-a-y mm-hmm. mission yes m-i-s-s-i-o-n yes what was the last word that's it Oh, you got it. Podcast. Yeah. Cool. Uh, also a film podcast, but instead of just doing horror movies, they do all kinds of movies. Yeah. Uh, and as you will find out on Saturday, um, 
Randy is one of those dudes who has seen like every movie. Every movie, a lot like Temple. Yeah. They um, almost kiss when mm-hmm. we record. It's very fun. Not really, but maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You guys, maybe. <clears throat> but um, we had him on the show talking about um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 because Rodeo will be showing Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 on Sunday. Sunday. Um, with a very special guest, Bill Mosley. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Who um, played... Um, Chop Top. Chop Top. Yeah. And was also in House of a Thousand Corpses, and he was in The Devil's Rejects, and uh, Three from Hell, and loads of other things. Those are just the things that I know of, personally. Yeah. He is. He's an accomplished actor. Oh, yeah. Uh, Went to Yale, apparently. That's wild to me. That is wild. That's very (laughs) cool. I always think it's fun when people have, you know, extensive educations mm-hmm. or what we would consider extensive I, yeah. I suppose it's an ivy league school mm-hmm. you know but then they make movies that are just super fucking fun yeah he's, you know? then he's <laughs> chop top yeah. yeah it's very cool <laughs> um but yeah so we were gonna use this episode because we were like well we're gonna have a guest so we think we'll probably need to do another episode for like the you know info that we didn't get to but then we ended up getting to most of the info that we wanted to get to. Yeah. Um, I think there might be a, a couple things that we'll talk about today. But um, I thought it'd be fun because you went down a Tom Savini rabbit hole right after the episode. I did. Because he did special effects for Texas Chainsaw 2, along with like a thousand other movies. All but, the you other know. movies. Yeah. But, but yeah. So we'll be talking about a little bit of that today and um, video games a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I just ignored a call from my mom. <clears throat> I'm going to text her. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, and then also this Sunday is, uh, or Saturday and Sunday this weekend in Oklahoma City is the HorrorCon. HorrorCon, Saturday and Sunday. Get yeah. your tickets at the fairgrounds. So I know that he's going to be there, um, and Felissa Rose is going to be there, and um, Robert, Robert Mooks. Mooks. Mucus. Yeah. yeah. Mucus. Yeah. Not yeah. Mucus. I guess that's kind of. Sorry. I don't know how to say his last name. But <laughs> um, what is he is. Is he Jason? No. No. He's the uh, the the big brother that fixes the car <gasps> in House that's of a Thousand right. Corpses. He was also in Westworld as well. Oh. So. <clears throat> You're all. Westworld's good, y'all. From what I saw of it. That is. I didn't see all of it. But, yeah. Yeah. I tried to watch it but the uh hbo streaming service sucked really bad uh when i when i first tried to watch it gotcha and um for the tv show anyway yeah um but like uh yeah the first episode was like an hour and a half long which was cool except for it would buffer every five to ten minutes so then it tried to turn it into like a three-hour experience and i was like Nope. No that's, thanks, HBO. Yeah, that's get not your shit together. Really, one that you, I mean, you don't want anything to buffer when you're watching it, but it's like that's definitely super annoying with something like that. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we went a couple of years ago to the same one. I know the before. I think it might have been in a different place, but 
it was a whole lot of fun. They had a bunch of fun booths and everything and getting to meet. Oh, and then the, um, yeah, I mean, there was just a bunch of really cool people there yeah. to get to meet, which is very fun. So um, I'm not entirely sure who all will be there, but uh, I guarantee it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, check that out. Horicon, Oklahoma City. Horicon. I'll pull it up while we talk. And by the end of this, I will have a list of people that will be there. Oh, okay, look at that. I've got it right now. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Bill Mosley. Awesome. Tyler Maine. Okay. Who looks like uh, has been in Halloween 2, X-Men, Halloween. Uh, and when I say Halloween, it looks like it's probably the Rob Zombie one, oh. I think. Is that right? Um, looks like it. Uh, the WCW, Woman Crush Wednesday. Oh. No, I think WCW is a wrestling thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Robert Mukes, uh, Dag Fersh, I don't know, little kid, uh, help. Oh, okay, yeah, also from Rob Zombie's Halloween. Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, Tyler, uh, Tyler Mayne, that is the, um, that's, that's the Rob Zombie Halloween as well. Okay. So. Oh, cool. And then, uh, Michael Berryman, who was also, he was in, uh, Everything. The, the hills have eyes. Yeah, everything spooky uh, yeah. that required a dude who was interesting looking. Yes. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Man, I can't wait to meet him. Yeah. Um, Dave Sheridan, Danielle Harris, and then, of course, it's Oklahoma, so you're going to get Count Gregor. That's awesome. Yeah. So, there you go. Very fun. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. It was It was great when we got to go a couple years ago, so check it out. Super fun. Super and then fun. come to rodeo that night. Yeah. It's a whole thing. I also think they're showing uh, something Friday night as well, right? Yeah. Uh, Halloween 4. You Did you already say that? No. Oh, uh, no, and I have a hard time remembering because I I did mention it. I did mention it this Saturday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the future, it is yeah. mentioned. Okay, yeah. I understand. Yeah. yeah. So, a lot uh, of fun th- stuff to do this weekend. Lots of fun stuff. There's going to be a special guest that night as well. Mm-hmm. So, get spooky this weekend, you yeah. guys. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be rad. So much fun. Ugh. Um, so, I know it's silly to do on such a short show, but I'm going to take a real quick break because my phone is about to die, and there's information on my phone that I want you all to know. For yourselves. Yeah. And brains and ears. Yes. To put it into your brain. Yes. Got it. So, I will be right back. And we're back. All right. <laughs> Just getting in trouble. You are. As usual. <laughs> okay. So, real quick, um, I just wanted to talk about uh, a game, real quick. Okie doke. That we don't know a whole lot of information about still. You can uh, see a little bit of, like, lo- of gameplay footage of the Evil Dead game uh, that I'm really excited about. So, I really hope that um, it's good. It looks like it will be. It's probably just going to be one of those fun. I think it'll be fun at the very least. Um, but it looks really cool just from the gameplay footage. Yeah. Because it's like a co-op shoot 'em up sort of game. Sort of feels like in the same vein as like Left 4 Dead mm-hmm. a little bit. Yep. Um, which is really cool. Um, 
it's just I know it's supposed to come out this year, and one of the producers of the game um, is uh, man. I had it all pulled up, and then I looked something else up, and now I <laughs> now I don't have it pulled up anymore. So sorry. But um, oh. Saber Interactive. So I know that a lot of stuff that they have done is is like um, special editions of games and stuff like that. Uh huh. So um, like re-releases and stuff. And they did the um, World War Z game, which I guess had good reviews, but I didn't play it. Right. Because I read some of the book and then there was a movie that I was uninterested in. And so I was even less interested in the video game. But they were a part of like Halo, um, Witcher 3, like, but it's always like the Master Chief version or something like that. So I guess it's just like paying for them to get released or again or something like that so. right well i know um i mean i know that, that there's been a lot of talk about it coming out this year but i guess there was an interview with bruce campbell that said it would probably be more like february of 2022 oh, really? possibly because gotcha. they're still trying to make sure that there are no bugs, but then also that like the technology doesn't time out before it's released, basically. So right. they're not like, you know, releasing an outdated game. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've had a lot of issues with games coming out with uh crazy bugs right. in them. I mean, everyone who gives any shits about video games knows that Cyberpunk was a total fucking flop because they released an unfinished game. What a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like everyone was really excited about it. What and a it very didn't... expensive bummer. Yeah. It didn't yeah. make any sense. They pushed it back like three times. Right. And then they released the game. And, you know, the way that a lot of video games go now is you get the game and then you have to download like a, you know, 30 plus gig like download for the game right which is it patching all the bugs that um they had on the game that they are now charging you 60 dollars for yeah it doesn't make any sense it doesn't yeah it doesn't i mean like it's it's wild to yeah i don't know it's just weird (laughs) so weird like talking about games like that is is so it's just you know you're like with the games that we have now, it's it's crazy because the graphics are amazing and blah, 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 blah. Like, technology has just been, like, wild for video games, you know. So to complain about it is funny just because it's like, well, you know, there's a lot that goes into these games, a lot of people and all this. Well, it's an entire industry and they're filled with artists and writers mm-hmm. and tech people that do things that I have no comprehension of. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. It is. It's not to complain. It's clearly not something that we're going to do. So. Yeah. But, you know, it's also, you know, not my job to know that. I will never know that. Yeah. But you're asking me for $60 and all I'm asking for is that you did your job right. That's it. That's oh all. That's God. all it is. That's literally all it is. You have a product. Yes, I would like to purchase it. Does it work? No. Then you don't get my money. That's just, you know. Yeah. How exchange of goods works yeah you know it's just i mean and and that's the thing with with that game in particular too i mean playstation just took it off we're just like nope we're not sorry dude 
and then recently it's got back on the PlayStation network, but they were like, you know, you have to charge $50 instead of the full price and then give everyone all the DLC for free. Right. So like, tried okay. to make it right. That's what happens. Well, I'm playing a game that I played. I paid 46 cents for or something like that. Nintendo's great. Yeah. I freaking <laughs> loved it. <laughs> yeah. On the Switch, um, if you search horror games, because they're not, obviously it's supposed to, it's more of a family friendly sort of console, mm-hmm. but there are plenty of horror games out yeah. there for sure. And I have a really hard time deciding what I'm going to spend money on when it yeah. comes to stuff like that. Um, so I just like snatched one real quick. That was a dollar ninety nine, but I had like a dollar fifty in credits on. Mm-hmm. So uh, the unholy society it's really fun. It's not like it's not a horror game, horror game that as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. However, um it is kind of like a side scroller. Uh you're a priest? A sexy priest. You're a sexy priest <laughs> who's like, you know, kind of a disappointment to his family and you have to go back to your hometown because your sister is getting married. Um, and you have to perform exorcisms the whole time. <laughs> and it's really fun. All the colors are very uh, Miami Vice. Yeah. And to perform the exorcisms, you have to just like s- <clears throat> scroll around on your screen to find the symbols that make up the um, the rite that you're performing. Gotcha. So That's it's cool. Timed. Yeah. So from that point of view, like it's not a horror game, but for the timed aspect of it and especially with my hand-eye coordination it's a little stressful like a horror movie mm-hmm. so i'm like oh my god right hit yeah. the right trigger hit the right trigger so yeah it's pretty cute it's very yeah. fun yeah well i think we we're talking about too I, it's funny because the game is about to just be you know done but we were we were talking about getting the both of us getting the Friday the 13th game because yeah. I, I played Dead by Daylight and I like Dead by Daylight um, but we were we were talking about getting that one because it'd be fun it's fun I played it a long time ago yeah so but yeah it'd be fun for sure yeah um, we've we've played Dead by Daylight together too yes. and that game isn't gonna die for a while I don't think I mean they just keep putting new stuff in it and, which is cool yeah but, people love it yeah yeah. Very fun, very exciting. And I really want to get Evil. Uh, I'm sorry, Resident Evil Seven, The Village. Ooh. I've heard nothing but awesome things about it. it That's really, fine. Really good. Yeah, all those games are stressful. Yeah, for sure. This one looks great, though. So fun. Okay, so do you want to talk about Tom Zavini now? We can. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, what do you want to know? There's a lot to know about Tom Savini. Well, I didn't know that he had a college. I mean, like, that's... He has a school. Yeah, he, um... A college, a school, yes. It is. <gasps> I mean, it is. You get an associate's degree from the program, so you actually do get a... Get a degree. What's the school called? Um, I... Tom Savini's School of... Tom Savini's special makeup effects program, mm. and it's at the uh, <clears throat> Douglas Education Center in 
Pittsburgh, I believe, is where gotcha. he's from. Um, yeah, it looks very cool. Uh, it's an 18-month program. They also have a George A. Romero filmmaking program there. Um, as well as other things because it's through, like, an education center. So, of course, they're going to have, like, their, you know, medical assistant programming and blah, 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 blah. Like a trades program. Right. Like our um, Francis Tuttle. Gotcha. Or a vocational type school. Does Francis Tuttle have a filmmaking, like, school? I don't know. That's something gotcha. we can check out. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, UCO does. And part of me, I've wanted to go back to school for a while. and But my mind is never made up. But it's I just want to do fun shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? for sure. So I kind of think it would be fun to just go to UCO and only take the film stuff. It's like, well, you're not going to get I don't want a degree. I don't want a degree in anything. I just want you to show me how this works. And I want to have access to all of your equipment. Well, Thank you. That is how, I mean, that is how college should be. Yeah. You know, in theory, for sure, because you should go to college to tailor an experience to the individual. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I feel like it's something you could probably get away with now. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm hiring, if I'm a boss, you know, and I'm hiring for... If I want to make a movie... And somebody gives me their resume or whatever, and it doesn't have, I have an associates in like photography or whatever it is, but on the resume, it says, yo, I took this class and this class and this class at UCO. They'd be like, oh, cool. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Um, yes. To your point, that does make sense. Yeah. Uh, to my point, college is a scam in a <laughs> lot of ways because- there are a lot of required courses that you have to take before you're allowed to take the courses that you actually want to take. I don't know if that's the case specifically with filmmaking, mm-hmm. um, and, and I'm sure it's different at every school, uh, but for like degree programs, you're required to take a lot of those beginner courses like math, English, government, things like that. Yeah. Um, and those classes cost you hundreds of dollars to yeah. take. So that's why... Yeah, in theory, that would be super cool if you can mm-hmm. do it. Um, but there's a lot of ifs, ands, or buts. But yeah. I'm not a college advisor, <clears throat> yeah. so go talk to a real one. The the ifs, ifs, ands, or buts for me is uh, if you won't let me take the class, um, if, then uh, the but is uh, you don't get my money. Uh, and then care. and then you go yeah. to, then you go to I know they don't care <laughs> I don't care either fuck them fuck college uh, we have YouTube now and a whole lot of people who have gone to college yeah. that are very willing to just be like hey this is how this works yeah you have to tailor your life experience yeah. at this point for a lot of people and that is totally fine yeah so anyway so yeah Tom Savini has a school mm-hmm. um. And it's very neat. It seems like that program, it, it uh, looks like it's probably around fifty to $60,000 um, when it's all said and done, which is quite a bit of money. But I think they have scholarship programs and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And I say quite a bit of money. I uh, probably not for like what that is for like an actual special effects program where you're being taught by actual professionals. Right. Um, However, again, I'm not a college advisor. Do what you want with your life. It's just cool that he has, uh, he gives people that opportunity, mm-hmm. which is neato. Um, 
But Tom Savini is pretty cool, dude. Mm-hmm. Had a pretty interesting wife. He was like one of several children. Um, but his parents had him a lot later on in life. I think they were like 50 plus when he was born. Oh, wow. So there's like a t- <clears throat> 10 to 13 year gap between him and his um, next sibling. Yeah. Um, and he was always a creepy kid. He saw a man with a thousand faces and was like hooked at that mm-hmm. point. Um, always was the kid that was making up his friends to look like they had wounds or had been shot or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and lots of things happened in his life. But if you kind of flash forward, um, he eventually ended up joining the military or a branch of the military because he and his wife had gotten pregnant and he needed to support them. Yeah. Um, But he uh, had gone through a journalism program up until then. So when he was, when he enlisted, he became uh, a photographer. Okay. So he was active duty photographer during Vietnam. Right. So he saw all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, Vietnam was not one of the fun ones. <laughs> no, no <laughs> war is fun for sure. But that was, yeah, that was pretty atrocious and a pretty atrocious. And um, I dare say most people did not actually want to be there. Right. Uh, did not. It was not a, a war that uh, most of the the people who had to actually be a part of it could get behind. Yeah. Um. However, uh, it really informed him as to how to develop his special effects skills um, because he had already been part of, like, local theater, I believe, maybe. I know he was later. He was later on after he came back home and they were stationed in, like, North Carolina. Yeah. Um, He he did theater for, like, eight years. Right. Yeah. But he was on... um, he was a part of a show prior to that, and he had done all of his own special effects makeup. That's so, cool. Yeah. So anyway, it gave him a, an idea of what realism meant. Yeah. And how how you actually look when you die, you know? So um, that's pretty cool. And it, it's a really nice takeaway because he was also obviously uh, scarred. Right. many people were when yeah. they c- came back, still come back from war. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I don't know. He he lived lots of life. Uh, he has been everything. He's uh, done special effects makeup. That's how he got into the industry, but he actually wanted to be an actor. He was an actor. He was a stuntman. He's been a director. Um, he's an all-around nice guy, it seems yeah. like. You know, I mean... He seems really cool. Yeah. He seems very fun, and there's there's so many interviews out there that you can watch with him. There's the um, smoke and smoke and mirrors uh, documentary. Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. I know it's gross. I've got allergies, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like what? Um, so and that documentary is on Shutter, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah. So definitely check it out. Um, many of the 
tips and, and techniques that you learn now are just, they are things that he did because he just used common sense, yeah. you know? And I think that that's really important to keep in mind when you're doing special effects makeup because, of course, you can watch a million videos and there's lots of DIY and then there are also lots of people that are going to show off their kit that they've spent 500 to a thousand plus dollars on right um buying pre-made uh effects uh fx materials yeah Sorry, i wasn't sure how to word that which is great there's a reason that that stuff exists yeah obviously yeah we've used some of that but also you use you like to do more DIY stuff. But well, right. You've also bought stuff too. Yeah. And I mean, that stuff is really cool too. It's very cool, um, especially for realism. But yeah. those other things are more affordable. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think it's really easy to get intimidated when you see all of those other things and think, like, well, I can never do this. Well, who? Sure. For sure. <laughs> it's easy to think that. But yeah. if you're just trying to make some fun pictures or a fun low budget movie or mm-hmm. whatever, like, don't get so hung up on that stuff. Yeah. You know, just like give it a shot. See what happens. And Tom Savini is a great example of just like, just go for it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Don't be afraid of life. Just have fun. Do what you want to do. Yeah. And too, when you think about it, I mean, <clears throat> if you want practice any of this stuff and make something that looks cool and you're doing it at home I mean if anyone's watched a horror movie you know which all of you have like it only has to look good for two seconds yeah well and most of the time it's not going to look the same on camera as it does in real life anyway yeah because of lighting and all that stuff so like when you're looking at like the hole that you made at the top of your hand in the kitchen with the lights on like yeah it doesn't look amazing but when you have your lighting the way you want behind a camera for a second it's gonna look like you got a hole in your hand yeah and, and guess what you did it yeah you did it congratulations and then yeah. you just keep practicing if yeah. you want to and that's you know <clears throat> so anyway i don't know i just thought it was um really fun to learn about his life and all of the relationships he's impacted and the Mm -hmm. people that he's met and um the overall everybody thinks like tom savini but he had a whole crew obviously i mean that's how these things work you know and he didn't just do all of the special effects for texas chainsaw 2 yeah there were lots of other people that did i don't remember whether or not i read their names in the episode that's coming out so um i will do that before we stop recording just to like make sure we cover sorry let me pull up here let me pull on up to this mac (laughs) um i'll make sure to mention all of their names uh just to cover our bases because they all contributed in really cool ways and i haven't been able to really compile an extensive list of like who all did what because um i haven't found one yeah it's just like scattered among all of the interviews that you can watch out there and i'm sure that somebody has done that but um yay for you you know Woo! yeah i mean if if special effects and all of our favorite movies were one person um i feel like that person would be um terrible to work with yeah and would make everything take you know months longer right oh here we go 
All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, Tom Savini, obviously. Uh, Gabe Bartolos, who worked on lots of things, uh, including Darkman and Brain Damage. Uh, Bart Mixon, that's a fun name. Um, the 1990s It, Three from Hell, etc. Also makes a killer cocktail at home. Hey, <laughs> Mixon can mix them. Mm-hmm. Um, John Woolwich, uh, Worked on Ghoulies, Lost Boys, Buffy, Sean McEnroe, The Blob, Night of the Creeps, uh, Gino Crognelli, The Walking Dead, Scream 2, lots of things. Mitch Devane, Men in Black, The Frighteners. And Mitch Devane is actually the one that sculpted the leather face mask in Texas Chainsaw 2, which is like purposefully meant to look like it's different people's flesh. Mm-hmm. So. I remember Tom Savini saying that that's what he wanted. He yeah. wanted to, to to look like there was three different faces, and then he went and sculpted that, and Tom Savini was like, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, and um, John Bullich did Grandpa's face, um, which that is insane. Mm-hmm. That's like piece-by-piece piece prosthetics put on along with eye uh, contacts, mm-hmm. and that took up to like nine and a half hours, and then Gino... Um, sculpted all the appliances for LG's body. So in the movie, mm-hmm. um, spoiler, I guess, I don't know. Watch it. You know, yeah. obviously you got some time, but I'm going to spoil one little thing if you haven't seen it real quick. Um, there is a scene where somebody in the movie gets, we'll say a little a little off the top. Gets fish filleted. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, so each each fillet if you will mm-hmm. each uh point on the body with which the flesh is removed um was sculpted by lg uh nope sorry that's the character's name by gino mm-hmm. um and i guess when he was doing it like when he was doing all the sculpt work he actually was like working in a part of the room where there was no light based on and he was using these anatomy books um as his basis for comparison and they were like what are you doing you can't see are you sure you've got this and then they just turned out amazing mm-hmm. um they looked that's awesome so realistic yeah, yeah. so anyway so a whole crew of dudes <clears throat> um and nobody has anything bad to say about working with tom sabini yeah which is super cool i've never heard anything bad said about him no that's pretty cool yeah he must pay him a lot to not say anything. <laughs> I know, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> no you get I've only met a, a couple um, actors and actresses and movies and stuff, and it's cool because the only one that I've worked with was really, really nice. And then there was, like, two that I've talked to that were kind of standoffish sort of people, and another one that I've heard of that is incredibly sweet, giant, tall dude, scary-looking guy, but is also a sweetheart. So yeah. you get all kinds, but, you know. A lot of a lot of people, it seems like that work in horror or low budget horror, or, you know, sort of like cult flicks, are just super sweet because a lot of people like love them. I mean, that's a choice. I feel like mm-hmm. you know, for most actors, I don't I don't care what anybody says. Like, I think that to say like, oh, because that's the only type of role you can get is dumb. Right. I don't think that that's the case. I think for a lot of those people, they make the choice to make those kinds of movies because they like them. Yeah. You know, and when you're making art, because like, that's what it is. Um, when you're making art, wh- 
call it goofy or whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Um, you love what you're doing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. so. Yeah. If, yeah. You if you don't love the art that you're doing, then it's just a, a shitty job and no one likes a shitty job. Nope. You know? Definitely not. Well, all right. We're at the 40 minute mark. So I think. Uh, we're going to call it. We can call it. All right. Um, hope you guys have a lovely rest of your week. Enjoy your week, my friends. Yeah, you're you're halfway through it. Hang out with us on Saturday when we talk to Randy, and then uh, come hang out with us in person on Sunday. Yeah. At the HorrorCon and at Rodeo Cinema. Let's have a spooky old time this weekend, y'all. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye.